Just like that, we're back. Day four of Bulbas. We hope all your family and friends, yourself, are having a joyous, happy holiday season. It's good stuff. Love Christmas time, being with the family and friends. Uh, always a good time. And we got a special day because obviously we have jam-packed slate of NBA, jam-packed slate of NFL, but we got Giants and Eagles, which as you can see, I'm decked out. And we got the two delusional Giants fans here decked out as well. But yeah, I mean, before we jump into NFL, you guys know the deal by now. I'm Matt, joined by Brian and Jack, and Blake's here as a special guest picker. So without further ado, I want to say thanks for hopping on the pod, Blake. I see you're decked out, got a little Auburn gear. That got Brian and Jack super excited when he <laughs> hopped on. Uh, obviously a big New York guy, but thanks for hopping on the show, man. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me. My name is Blake, obviously, like you said, diehard New Yorker. Love the Giants, love the Yankees. Knicks, Rangers, all of it. Absolutely excited about this time of year, too, man. I cannot wait to talk some football. Cannot wait. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Brian, why don't you uh, lead us into this NBA slate that you are super excited for? (laughs) Yeah, before we get to the football, because I know we're all excited for that, we do have to cover some NBA action. You know, before Roger Goodell decided to take over Christmas, it used to be the NBA's day. So we might as well do them the favor of going over some of these games. So to start it off, you got the Bucks, the electric Bucks, the Giannis Antetokounmpo 60 points a game Bucks, taking on the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Nothing says Christmas more than a matinee basketball game at the Mecca. So just to go over this game quickly, the Bucks coming in at 21 and seven, the Knicks are 16 and 11. Giannis is averaging 30 a game. Uh, Damian Lillard came over in the offseason. He's averaging 26 and 8 a game. So th- this team, led by those two, is one of the best teams in the East. We'll get to the Sixers later. They also play today. Matt, I know you have a lot to say about them. But for now, it's really looking like the Bucks and the Celtics as the two teams in the East. But the Knicks are still hanging around. They're looking like a playoff team right now. They made the in-season tournament knockout stages where they lost to these Bucks. Jalen Brunson has become a star. I know Matt and Blake, you're both big Brunson guys. Absolutely, absolutely. And the the Knicks also have Josh Hart, who has helped them become the fifth highest team in rebounding this year. So for whatever that's worth, uh, I guess Josh Hart, best guard rebounder of all time. Uh, Just a hustle guy. Just a hustle guy. Big hustle guy. But in terms of the uh, the betting here, we got the Bucks favored by three and a half at the Mecca. And a 228 and a half over under. It is a 12 o'clock game, so maybe a high over under for, for that game. But I guess, Matt, I'll start with you. What, what's going to be your first bet of the day here? Yeah. Uh, well, I always like to dial up a little Christmas Day parlay uh, for the NBA. I missed out on 4.8K last year because Devin Booker. Played for three minutes and then left. So that was pretty irritating. I'll be dialing up something again, uh, you know for the Christmas slate. And I thought that was a nice touch by you. Uh, Cause yeah, the, the NBA used to dominate this day. This was the real kickoff, the real start of the NBA season. And Goodell said, I'm having enough of this. I want to capitalize on the views. And now the NFL is involved and obviously will dominate the viewership on the day. So sorry, NBA, but I also don't feel bad because you guys have your own issues and I'm not a fan of the NBA either way. I'll jump into some picks here. I like uh, Giannis to go over his points. It's Christmas Day. All the big stars always show out because there's a lot of viewership, and it's just the way that aesthetic rolls. So give me Giannis over his points. Give me Drew Holiday over threes. 
And I will also, if, if he's playing, I'll take Bobby Portis over points as well. Uh, I would give me uh, Jalen Brunson over points. Give me Jalen Brunson over assists. And I will take Josh Hart over rebounds. I love that parlay. Unfortunately, Will, you're going to – Drew Holiday is on the Celtics. <laughs> oh, fuck. That shows you my involvement in the NBA this year. <laughs> I, mean, Dude, I heard said, that. I was like, that can't be right. You, you said the NBA starts on Christmas. I mean, it's very on brand. That's when it starts, dude. I mean, yeah, I've been watching the games yet. So yeah, every everything in that parlay, and then I mean, you could still parlay with Drew Holiday threes. You'll just have to wait until the Celtics. I hundred percent can, <laughs> but, but I think I might have to. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, we'll keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in, man. Uh, We're but rolling. yeah, Blake, uh, obviously big New York guy. I know, I know you're a yeah. Lakers fan too, and I'll get your take on the Lakers in a bit. But oh, for this yeah. game, what yeah. are you thinking here? I'm going to say straight Knicks money line. I love the way that the Knicks have been playing, especially since they've had uh, Dante DiVincenzo in their starting lineup. He's been absolutely electric, both fantasy-wise and on the floor. He's a hustle guy just like Josh Hart. With Brunson paired with him, I mean, I think, you know, the Knicks are special. they got to get Randall more consistent. He's got to get more consistent, and they're a legit, you know, threat in the East. And it depends what they do with the deadline, too. Yeah. they got to go after a stud. You know, yeah, they they have that good core of Phil. I mean, yeah, they're the Villanova Knicks, really, with uh, Julius. They really Brown. are, but they they need that they need that star because Brunson is great, but they need that superstar to kind of take them over the top. Absolutely, I like how they're playing right now. Though, like I said, I think they could take it on on Christmas Day. I think they just got to be able to slow down Giannis a little bit, maybe get him in foul trouble early, and then you got a whole different ball game. Yeah, there you go, uh, Jack. So, do do you agree with Blake here? The Knicks are 0-2 against the Bucks this season. Do, do they get their first win, or are, are you looking at something different? They don't get their first win. I think the Bucks on Christmas Day are going to take this one, extend the season series lead out to 3-0. I think it's going to be a very close game. I know the Knicks are going to be up for this one. Like you said, it's in the Mecca. Madison Square Garden, Christmas Day, I mean, doesn't get much better, bigger than that from you know, New York sports. So it's going to be a close one. It's going to be competitive, but I still think the Bucks, Bucks edge this one out. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis has been on a mission this year. Had 64 and somehow didn't get the game ball the, the other day, which that, that was a whole scene in itself. We'll, we'll, save, we'll save our story on that for later. But uh, next up, you have the 2.30 game, the last, I guess, standalone. Well, no, because the first NFL game is at one. So now we're in the territory of you need two TVs if you're going to be watching the NBA. But the, the 2.30 game, Warriors, obviously the Dynasty Warriors without Draymond taking on the Nuggets who won it last year and look very well much like they can win it this year. So in terms of this game, you got the Warriors plus five and a half and over under of 230 and a half. Warriors are without Draymond. They're going to be without Draymond for a while here. And the Nuggets, Nikola Jokic is still a walking triple-double. Jamal Murray is still putting up 20 a game. I am personally going to take the over here. The over has hit pretty consistently when these two teams match up. And uh, it's Christmas Day. How can you not? Um, but Blake, I'm interested what you're what you're thinking about this game. I think you know. I like what you said. I like the over as well. But I think the Warriors could just get absolutely dismantled in this game. I mean, they have just been reeling. They look terrible. They look slow. They look old. And they have not been shooting the three like they have been for years past. So, and the way the Nuggets are playing, I don't see that being a close game at all. Maybe into the third, but I just I feel like the Nuggets are going to pull away at some point. 
and pretty pretty good. Yeah, the, the Nuggets definitely the deeper team. Clay Thompson on at least has been finding his shot a little bit for the Warriors, but the rest of those guys just Kaminga can't really shoot, and they just don't really have anybody to help the scoring there. Matt, do you see the Warriors having any chance in this one, or do you agree with Blake? Yeah, well, you're saying the Warriors can't score, but you're taking the over. So clearly you think they're going to be able to score. Um, but yeah. I will uh, – I I was going to – I'm on the other side. I, I will play the over. Um, I think that's a shot, a shot play. But since it's the NBA, I usually try and give more concise picks for the NFL. NBA, I'm just giving out a lot of juice. So, again, Christmas Day, I'm going to go over Steph points. I'm going to go over Clay threes. Um, and for the Nuggets side, I'll take Jokic over assists and points. And I will take, um, if Aaron Gordon plays, I'll take his over points. And if Jamal Murray's playing, I'll take his over threes. And that's what I got for that game. <laughs> you were all over the place. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Just giving out Christmas Day <laughs> juice, man. I'm giving out Christmas presents all day. Give it out the juice. My lord. All right. You got you got plenty of picks there. So I'm gonna give you guys a second. Listen to that. Write it down. Get it in your fan duel. Uh for me, it's gonna be a little bit more simple. It's gonna be the nuggets and it's gonna be the over. Uh, I think what Blake and Brian said were absolutely right. Uh and I even what Matt said too. I mean, both these teams can score. Uh I like the over, and the Nuggets have just been a freaking wagon for at least uh, 365 days. So that's not stopping on Christmas Day. And I think they roll uh Steph Curry and the Warriors. Yeah, I, I want to clear up. I did say the Warriors struggle scoring. They struggle scoring compared to what they have been in the past. They they, they could still put up about 110 in this game. And if the Nuggets easily. If the Nuggets cover that, then the, the over should hit easily. So, yeah, I mean, going up next here, Blake, your Lakers huh. taking on the Celtics, hosting the Celtics, 5 o'clock game. Before we get into this, did you mm-hmm. watch any NBA in-season tournament? Did, were you I, celebrating? I wouldn't say I celebrated. I would say of I pretty much Of course not. It's a bogus tournament. I watched. <laughs> I would say I watched a good amount of it. Uh, me and my brother were pretty locked in for the last two games. I don't know why. I guess whatever they're trying to do worked. Adam Silver's bullshit, it worked. But I did watch a lot of it. And the way that they're playing then to now is lights out. It's crazy. It's yeah. like they went all in thinking that this was like an actual championship playoff, you know, run. Used all their stamina. And now they're just gassed. Yeah, they've lost four in a row. Their last win was against, yeah. against the Spurs. So that's not really even a... A good win there, but they are fa- or they're they're underdogs in this one at home four and a half. Boston obviously top of the East. Drew Holiday is there, and he's been a big addition for them. Uh, Chris Porzingis also came over for the Celtics. You know, I I agree with everything Blake just said. The Lakers just haven't looked the same since that in season tournament, and obviously it's Christmas. LeBron's going to get up for the game. AD will probably get up for the game for about a quarter and then sprain his ankle and you know, be AD for the next three quarters. I think I'm going to get weird here and take Rui Hachimura over two assists. I, I <laughs> just, just to be weird, but um, I'll go to you, Matt, because I know you probably have more juice than that. Yeah, I definitely have a little more juice. I hope Rui Hachimura has a big day because he's on my fantasy team, so he'll probably be getting the start since there's a limited amount of games on Christmas. So, sure, I'll take it, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, 
the Celtics are, 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 are the team to beat in the East as far as I'm concerned. I know the Sixers have been hot. The Bucks have been hot. But the Celtics with Jason Tatum are are pretty unstoppable uh, when they're all healthy. Chris Stapps has looked good. Drew Holiday in this edition. And kind of like I said earlier, doesn't matter if Holiday's playing for the Bucks, playing for the Celtics. He's going over his threes on Christmas Day. You can count on that. I'll also take Tatum to go over his points. think that's a lock. Like you said, LeBron, Christmas Day, going to be up for it over on the points. Um, and uh, that's kind of what I got there. I I was maybe going to take a Chris Tabs prop, but I'll leave him out of it. Um, yeah, back over to you, man. All right, yep. Uh, so you kind of convinced me with Drew Holiday there, Sixers legend. I think I'm going to take the Celtics minus four and a half. I'm going to add that add that to my my card here. But Jack, I'll go to you. Do you think the Lakers have any have any gas here on Christmas Day? Of course, they'll have some gas. You said it. AD and LeBron will get up for this game, and and their team goes as they go. I mean, it's it's not surprising. Your two best players are, are the motivators if they're locked in and, and trying to win a ball game. The rest of the team's going to uh, you know try and support them as well. This will be a game that they try to win. Don't think they get it done, though. The Celtics have been the, the wagon in the East uh, comparative to the, the Nuggets over in the West, and I don't see that stopping on, on Christmas Day. Uh, I, I want to touch on the fact that I remember you said after the Lakers won the in-season tournament, Brian, that they deserve an automatic bid to the playoffs. I don't agree, and let me tell you why. These last four games have been have been why. Um you know, they did go all in to win that in-season tournament. Why? Durability. I mean, you really think that LeBron and AD are staying healthy throughout an entire season, making it to the playoffs, and then staying healthy through that entire run? I mean, we've seen it before. It doesn't happen. Uh, you know, that's why you get this in-season tournament nice and early in the season. Everybody's still fresh. I mean, they're going to be cruising until it comes playoff time and hopefully be able to find the juice again to get back up for it. I don't think it's going to happen. It's a long season, a lot of games. I don't. I, I think the Lakers are toast, man. I really do. So you're you're saying they don't make the playoffs at all? I'm not saying that they can't make the playoffs. They might they're, not, dude. They're, they're, Jack, they're don't not shy making, away from that, dude. They might not make the playoffs. They're making the playoffs. Look, I'm 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 going to put my not. money. I'm putting my money on LeBron to make the playoffs. Let me say that. But I I'm not putting my money on them to win the championship. I don't think that they have the durability to do it. These are the in-season tour. They raised the banner in Staple. I guess it's Crypto.com Arena now. But they raised the banner. It's all they're yeah, getting. Just great. They're, they're, the, the franchise is cursed forever because it's not called Staples Center anymore. That's a, <laughs> that's a fair take. Uh, Blake, I'll go to you. Do you have any faith in your Lakers here on Christmas Day? Oh, man, I really wish I did. I, I think they're going to keep it close. I think – oh, man, it just depends. We don't play, you know, the Celtics usually that well. And to be honest, we usually play them better in Boston, which is really concerning. So I, I I think the Celtics will handle them. I think the Celtics will win that game, unfortunately. I think LeBron and AD go off. I think, you know, it's a close game. I think, you know, there's excitement, but I don't I don't see the Lakers winning that game. I don't. And for the Celtics, Jason Tatum hasn't played since Tuesday. So he's coming in nice and rested. He's obviously a superstar, probably a top three player in the league. Um He's going to be up for this game. Christmas Day, going to be up. Superstar hasn't played. He's basically had about a week off. Uh, so going to be super fresh. He'll be in the mid mid to high 30s for minutes. So, like like I said, that's kind of why I love his over points. But he's a guy who can take over a game. Regardless of them having AD, 
and LeBron Tatum still, you know, able to take over by himself. And obviously uh, his role players and other players on the team aren't too bad. I.e. Jalen Brown, uh, Chris Stapps, Drew Holiday, Al Horford's given them positive minutes as an old man. So it'll be interesting to see how this game plays out. Lakers got to step up, man. LeBron's just watching this with the sunglasses and the 2015 Apple headphones in there. Just, Dude, who's old, who's older, Al Horford or LeBron James? I think LeBron. LeBron. But LeBron. Al Horford's got to be freaking close, man. He was on that, <laughs> he was on that Florida team with uh, Joakim Noah. Okay, so that was like 07, 08, or 06, yeah. 07. So a little bit older, but, but like yeah. three or like four three years, years old. Like three years old, yeah. So if LeBron, yeah. LeBron's what, 38? Yeah, so he's got to be 35, 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. All right. He's an old man. Those guys were on that Florida team when, uh, when, when you know, Debo was there and Urban Meyer and the Hernandez and all the Pouncey brothers and that yeah. whole team. They, that, they were yeah. there who, who else? Who else was wasn't? Uh, didn't they have a couple other good players on that Gators team that won it all? Yeah, dude, they had to. Ton. They had Joakim Noah, Al Horford. They had to have a guard. It was like Brad Beal there? Nah, that wouldn't have been that, that was time too late. Yeah. yeah, but Brad Beal did go to Florida, no? He did. Okay. Uh, Corey Brewer was there. Corey Brewer, interesting. He was he was good. Which in uh, college he was probably filthy. Most yeah. spades. Most spades. <laughs> Sixers legend. Sixers, Sixers legend. Legend. Hey, speaking of this, that's a good transition. Speaking of the Sixers, they're taking their talents over to South Beach on Christmas Day. Prime time, eight o'clock. They are actually underdogs in this game. Uh, one and a half point underdogs. Joel Embiid has been on a tear lately. Tyrese Maxey has looked like a superstar this year. Matt, how are you feeling about your about your 76ers? Well, yeah, you mentioned underdogs, and for good reason. The Sixers, I don't really think, play that well down in Miami. And for whatever reason also, like Jimmy Butler has just had some kind of curse on the franchise ever since he left the team. That was still the last time they had a chance to win it all was that year they lost Game 7 to the Raptors on the Kawhi, the infamous Kawhi shot that everybody knows about. It's been seen and heard around the world. And I was with you when it happened. Yep, you were, buddy. (laughs) Still won't forget about watching that game. But, yeah, like you said, Jimmy Butler just, like, doesn't lose to Embiid. He always gets it done. I know the Sixers have been red hot. 19-6, and one of the top teams in the East. Joel Embiid looks, this is the best we've ever seen him. Tyrese Maxey has taken that next step to superstar. I don't care what anybody says. This guy's a damn superstar. I mean, 25 points a game, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine assists a night. It's it's becoming consistent. And to be a superstar in the league, you need to be consistent. So that's what we're seeing out of Maxey. I'll take Maxey's over points. I'll take Embiid's over points. Uh, I'll take Jimmy Butler's over points. I'll take Bam Adebayo to go over rebounds. I'll take MB to go over rebounds. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I saw in the notes, Kelly Oubre is back. He has returned from his car, from the car accident gate. He's back fully healed playing in NBA <laughs> games, getting NBA minutes. Give me his over threes as well. Yeah, uh, Oubre has recovered from his run in with mermaid man and barnacle boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I, I I like what you said there about Jimmy Butler. He, he's really he's emo Jimmy Butler this year. I, I'm sure oh, yeah. you've seen his his media day picture. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, Maxi. I mean, he's averaging twenty six, seven, and four. He's been great. And Bede's points are going to be very juiced for this one. Uh, oh yeah, he's, he's scoring thirty five a game. 
So that might be a tough He one. might have 50 again this game. All right. I got a shout out Embiid and Maxi. Uh, you know, Embiid has been dominant, but he is super dominant right now. And then Maxi, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I did not think that he was going to be able to become a, a, dare I say, superstar in this league, but he, he is there. Um, he has been doing wonders for that 76ers franchise more than I think anybody really expected. So shout out to him. Still going with the heat though at home, uh, big game. Fucking love the Heat, dude. Uh, Jimmy Butler is him. He's just the funniest player ever, and he backs it up, which is awesome. I know Bam's going to have his hands full with Embiid in this game, but I'm just hoping that he can hang in there a little bit. Uh, and, you know, you got Hero and you got uh, Jaime Hasquez, or however you say his name. But Jaime Hasquez, dude. That guy's, been a, that guy's been electric this year. You dude, I remember watching him in – yeah, I remember watching him in college and just being like, wow, that guy's got a great stash and all the hair he's got flowing. I mean, he's got it going on. But um, to see him you know, putting up numbers at the NBA level, I think that's a, a testament to how good he is, obviously, but also like his work ethic I think is uh, pretty underrated there. So shout out Jaime Hasquez or however you say it. You uh, it. I'm wrong. I'm wrong you got it right heat. on the second time. <laughs> there we go. I'm wrong with the heat at home in this one. Uh, Blake, Blake, I know you're a big Philly hater, so I uh, can't yeah. imagine you're riding with the Sixers here. But, but let's no, see I, one thing I will say is, you know, I've drafted Embiid, and then it's just been amazing to, you know, watch him because he got, you know, some sort of relevance to my life now. Um, Embiid's incredible. I mean, just, you know, and Maxi, like you said, too, Matt is incredible. I just think the heaters can be a little too much. I think they have some sort of number on the 76ers, bro, and it's crazy. It's Jimmy it's Butler. Crazy. He's got the curse going. Yeah. So, give me the heat money line. Give me Jimmy over. I'll say out of bio over rebounds. I think Embiid could get in some foul trouble this game. I think that could, you know, be a problem for Philly, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, also shout out Kevin Love. He's he's still out there. He's still throwing great outlet passes and averaging nine points a game. So shout out Kevin. All right. Wow. Final. You'll shout out Kevin you'll shout out Kevin Love, but you won't give Al Horford the shout out. <laughs> I, I like Kevin Love a, a little bit better just because of his outlet passes. Fair enough. Let's and move I, on. Yeah. Let's get also, with this NBA sleep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Final, final NBA game that I'm sure nobody is going to be watching. Uh, Everyone's going to be in a food coma and sleeping. Yeah, 10.30 Eastern time. Still 7.30. Who the hell's awake for that? (laughs) But it's the the Dallas Mavericks. The Luka Doncic to the Dallas Mavericks taking on Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and the Phoenix Suns who have been without Bradley Beal for almost the whole season. So I don't know what's going on with him, but the Suns, at least in my opinion, are not going to do anything unless he's healthy and playing well. As for the Mavericks, it's the same story every year with them. Luka Doncic is dropping 30 points a game, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Kyrie Irving said he didn't, didn't want to be a sidekick. What do you know? He's a sidekick. And the rest of the team sucks. So in this game, I lean the Suns minus five and a half just because they're at home and Kevin Durant on Christmas Day. So, uh, Jack, I'll go to you. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm actually going to go with Luca and the Mavs in this one. I think Luca is I think he's the second. I'm putting him top 3. Let me put it that way. I'm putting him in my top 3 right now. He's so electric to watch, dude. And I really think that Kyrie is still the best ball handler in the NBA. I think he's the best we've ever seen and I st- I think he's 
you know, currently the best. I don't think anybody has has overtaken him there yet. Shout out to Steph. I mean, I've seen some nice handles out of him, but no, Kyrie makes that. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, so I'm going. I'm going Mavs on the road on Christmas. I'm riding with Luca and Kyrie. You taking them on the straight up money line, or are you going the plus five and a half? Yeah, they're winning the game. Oh baby, I love it. Some juice from Jack. All right, Colin. Uh, do you do you agree with that juice, or are you going the prop route again? Yeah, I mean this is just a prop route all day long, right? I mean there's scores all over the floor here. Um, I just think I see a lot of points here. I think you probably play the out over and get away with it just fine. But I'll take Durant over points. I'll take um, Booker over assists. I'll take Luca over points and over assists. Uh, and I'll go Kyrie over points as well. You could probably sneak in Kyrie over threes as well uh, at that. You could really probably even sneak in Luca over threes if you really wanted to as well. But um, the main picks were the first ones there. I know Jack's keeping tally over there, but I'd say the first five I would love to play. The threes always get a little dicey, but definitely Durant over. Let's touch on him for a second because I drafted him in fantasy. Got him late in the second round. And the guy's been lights out. And they're going to need him to be lights out for the rest of the way here to secure a good playoff seed because Bradley Beal won't be re- – he's out the next two weeks, won't be reevaluated until then, and we could see him stay out longer as well. So they need Durant to be continue to play well in a tough Western Conference. Give me his over. That's the top, top play of that game. But, yeah, you can play all those other plays as well as the over. There's going to be points all over the board in this one. Yeah, I love the Booker assist play. They've really been playing him at the point guard. He's looked okay. He's had a couple games where he's turned the ball over about 10 times. but Which is point guards turn the ball over in general anyway, so you'll get that. Yeah, he has issues with double teams, but I like the assist. He is dishing the ball out. He's become more kind of more of a passer than a scorer this year, which could be an issue, but that's a whole other story. Not for the prop route, but Blake uh, – End us off here. What's your take on this final NBA game? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I can't stand Kevin Durant. Give me mad. <laughs> I hate Kevin Durant, dude. I don't know why. He just bothers me. <laughs> Not a big fan of the Slim Reaper over there? No. The whole net debacle with all that shit? No. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. hope he doesn't win a title again. No. All right. Well, that was your <laughs> NBA talk from Views from 400. We probably won't touch on the NBA again until maybe – March, but that's although it. that was some good juice, man, that was some good juice. I mean, I feel like I I want to keep I want to give out NBA picks every night because I just got overs all over the place. <laughs> you probably gave out about forty five <laughs> props. <laughs> probably give out like four, I give out more props in that five game slate than I did the entire NFL this year. <laughs> probably <laughs> unreal. It's awesome. If every that's where you get up in four hundred, man. <laughs> I need to see. Uh, after we get off recording, I'll probably just parlay all those on FanDuel and see what see what the just see what the odds are, man. Why not? Just see what, Why the- not? Just see what they are, dude. See what but, we got. Uh, yeah, as we transition here, Matt, I guess more in a traditional podcast here. Do you do you just want to take the reins, run us through these three NFL games? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's NFL Christmas Day. Nobody will keep track of the NBA because Goodell has. Put his nose in the mix, and now we'll take all the viewership. Obviously, the NBA will still get its views, uh, but it'll be mostly dominated by NFL games. Uh, you know, 
maybe the 10:30 NBA game gets some views because that final NFL game starts at eight o'clock and it'll be wrapping up. But again, who the hell's awake at 10:30 at night? I know, I know you got the West Coast, but like, I don't know, man. Seems a little ridiculous. But like you said, dude, let's start out with the banger. The, the Raiders are red hot, playing with passion, playing with urgency behind Antonio Pierce, taking on the Chiefs who need to continue to win games because they haven't, you know, I get it, they beat the Patriots, but Mahomes needs to keep kicking it into gear. It's not all his fault. We've seen Kadarius Tony not be able to catch the ball, which is the number one thing you need him to do. And a lot of the other receivers are, are uh, underperforming as well. It's been tough because they're keying on Travis Kelsey, so it's obviously harder to get him the ball. I know Pacheco's been out the last week or so, so it's just – they need guys to get healthy and they need guys to play better. Patrick Mahomes uh, can do so much, but if the guys aren't catching the football, there's nothing you can do about it. So, you know, I'll give a pick at the end here. Jack, I'll jump to you first, man. How are you reading this one as the Raiders travel to Kansas City? And the Raiders are pretty red hot. Yeah, look, the the Raiders – fucking dropped 60 something points the other night i mean that was pretty incredible it was against the chargers in a game where their team gave up we're pretty sure to get brandon staley fired so you know you got to take that that drop in with with a grain of salt and for that reason i'm going with the chiefs minus nine and a half in this one i think that even though it's not statistically wrapped up the chiefs win this game they have they they win their division. They're on to the playoffs. I mean, we all expect that, but they want to solidify that. There's there's people hurt on both sides. Uh, on the Raiders, Josh Jacobs hasn't played, didn't play last week. It's questionable to play this week. Max Crosby didn't practice. Um, you know, so 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 some big names over there for the Raiders. And even though they're you know they got some juice with the coach and Aiden O'Connell actually looked pretty good last week against the Chargers. They don't have enough to beat this Chiefs team, um, and I don't think they have enough to make it close either. So give me the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Yeah, I'd love the Chiefs play there. Um, Blake, what do you got here, man? Are you, you the same way, or you think your ex-giant legend Antonio Pierce can dial up some magic in Arrowhead? I like him coaching, man. I do like it. You know, he brings the juice like you said, but I think Jack and Matt, you said the same thing that I'm thinking, man. The Chiefs, this is a get-right game for them. They have not been playing offensively like they should be. They're not running the ball well. Mahomes looks all out of sort, freaking out, throwing tantrums. This is a get-right game. Take your shots down the field. Mahomes has got to get more confident with these guys leading into the playoffs. And I don't think it's close either. I think the Chiefs just steamroll them. Steamroll Yeah, again, I don't hate it. Brian, over to you. You the same way as uh, Blake and Jack on this one? Yeah, so I took the Raiders last time these two played, and that was at Allegiant Stadium. And then I saw this stat. So Patrick Mahomes is 10-1 and in his career against the Oakland Raiders and Las Vegas Raiders. In those games, <laughs> he's won by an average of 18.4 points. And he's thrown for 303 yards a game and 2.6 touchdowns a game. Now, why in the hell would my dumbass bet on the Las Vegas Raiders for a second time? I will not. The Chiefs are going to win by 10. And I'm also, just for fun... Uh, gonna take every Raider to catch one ball because AOC likes spreading the wealth. Interesting there, man. You kind of stole my juice because I was gonna go into how Patrick Mahomes uh, dominates uh, the Raiders in his career. So I guess I don't have to address his numbers because you just did. But give me Mahomes to go over passing yards. If it's set at one and a half at minus one fifty, give me his over one and a half 
passing TDs. Um, and give me the over in this game. 40 and a half is a low number. I think both teams will score. Um, and I can see the Chiefs getting well into the 30s in this game. And and you tell me the Raiders can't put up 20 points. I think they easily can. So, yeah, I'll go with uh, – I, I, well, either way, I think both teams can uh, score 20 points here. And that's the bottom line for the over. So, I'll take the I'll take the over and I'll take those Mahomes plays because again, like I said, he he just absolutely destroys uh, the Raiders in his career. So look for him to continue to do so on Sunday. And like we all touched on, kind of a get right, get back in 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 the swing of things for the Ra- uh, for the Chiefs. Um, and and a game where they you know I know they have a good record, but they got to keep winning. So that's uh, that's what we got there. Those are the picks, and uh, we'll kind of keep it trucking along here. Did you pick yet, Jack, or no? You did pick, all right. See, when you we add an extra gave, guy, start losing track. I gave I gave out the Chiefs minus nine and a half just because I don't like pushing at, at the, uh, the 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 minus ten right now. But right. after after thinking about another, let me just juice it up a little bit. Give me minus ten and a half. Hell yeah! Well, why don't you take the thirteen and a half? Two touchdowns. Sure. Nah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, dude, Mahomes dominates the Raiders. Like, literally, dominates them, and, and it's not the it's not a small sample size either. It's a pretty big sample size. Like Brian said, what are they, Brian? Ten and one. Ten and one, and average uh, victory of eighteen point four. Yeah, so pure domination his entire career, and a big sample size. So, no reason to go with the Raiders here. Um, but yeah, Christmas Day magic from Mahomes. I think we see it. Uh, moving on to the big one, Giants at the Eagles. Well, it's not really that big because the Eagles should be able to handle handle business. Uh, little stat, the Eagles are wearing the black jerseys and oh, the green fine. helmets. They do not fucking lose with the black yeah, jerseys. We're going to be putting you guys in a funeral home. That's what we're they doing. They do not lose with the black jerseys. Yeah, I, hate uh, I got a lot of juice for this one, but I'll let, you know, Jack, who doesn't really have much skin in the game for this one, uh, his Jags will be competing, uh, you know, yesterday over the weekend. What do you got, Jack, in a divisional matchup where the delusional Giants fans think their team has a shot and the Eagles really need to have a get-right spot here and fucking blow them out at home? Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I really want to listen to all you guys talk. I mean, we've got two resident Giants fans, an Eagles fan. I want I want to know what you guys have for this game. I don't think anybody cares what I have for this game. <laughs> Um, the only thing I'm going to say is, uh, you know, I told you guys Saquon Barkley wasn't going to run for shit last week against the Saints. I think his line was set at 66 and a half. I told you to take the under. Pretty sure he finished the game with 14 total rushing yards. Uh, yeah. So, so you know what I'm going to do for this game? I'm going to give that out again. You think Saquon's running on the on Philly defense? Hell no. So uh, that's going to be my play in this one, but – over to you guys. Let me hear this analysis on a big rivalry game. Yeah, you know, it's right up the turnpike, right down the turnpike. This will be in South Philly, and it is a black jersey game for the Eagles. You saw Brian put his uh, palm in his face uh, because the Eagles don't lose with the black jerseys. It's a fact, and it's another non-small sample size. They've played a lot of games with them, and it's just a game they win. It'll be a 4.30 start, so it'll it'll get under the lights, so – you know, Eagles under the lights with the black jersey. They don't lose, man. I'm taking the Eagles to cover the spread. It's a lot of points, but it's a get-right spot. Tommy DeVito has nothing. He is going to get rattled by the Eagles' uh, defense. Matt Patricia is going to dial up blitzes all day long. That uh, Giants offensive line is not going to know what hit them. 
when they finally come up against a legit defensive line. So I just think they're going to be rattled across the board. I love the Saquon underplay. Um, I'm not going to take that. I'll take the Eagles spread. I'll take Hurts anytime touchdown. That's been hitting consistently week in and week out. Um, so yeah, Eagles spread, Hurts anytime touchdown. And uh, let's let's see him get, get uh, A.J. Brown going. Let's see him back on track. We'll take his over receiving yards as well. Should hit, should hit pretty easily. But yeah, I'll let the, the delusional Giants fans tell you how they think Tommy Cutlet's going to cut up this defense. Yeah, Blake, Blake get, me, get me hyped up here. All right, I will. I'll start off. Absolutely. It's been a while um, since we had some, you know, hype like we have since this Tommy DeVito guy. Um, the kid is playing with that jersey juice. Now, last week he got shut down. I think he ran into a wall. He got some adversity. Blown coming. out. Shut down and blown out. Hey, you know what? Everybody's got to get blown out and face some adversity, Matt. So, I think yeah. with all I'd this bullshit, with all, you know, the Sopranos, all the Sopranos shit, this and that, you know, he's had a week to lock in. He said it. He hates Philadelphia like us. I hate Philadelphia. He's right down freaking from across stadium. I know he hates Philadelphia. I know his whole family's coming. They all hate Philadelphia. We're all going to wear black now because I guess you were wearing black. So it's going to be the We Eagles got the funeral. black jerseys going. I just think as of right now that the Giants have nothing to lose. We know we're not going to make the playoffs, obviously. But if we can knock Philly out of a positional seed, especially from home field advantage, oh, we're doing it. And we're going to do it. And I think it starts with Tommy DeVito. I think he's going to throw for over 250 yards. I think he throws for three touchdowns. Okay. Give me Jalen Hyatt anytime. Jalen Hyatt, another oh. game. This is the second game of the year. He's going to score and go for over 100 yards. Does he I have do a think... touchdown? Does he have a touchdown this year at all? No. No. So give me okay. it. All he's right. due. Kenny Gallaty got his first one versus you guys. That's true. That's that true. true. We played you guys close to that game. Now you guys didn't start the starters, but – I just think it's going to be a lot closer of a game than the Eagles want. And I think if you can get into the fourth quarter being down by a score, kind of like they did versus the Packers, there's a chance. The Giants' script this year has been, when they've won games, is creating turnovers, and a lot. They're very good in that category. If they can create three turnovers on Hurts in that Eagles offense, they're going to be in that game and have a chance. Yeah, I mean, that's going to have to be their angle, especially because Hertz hasn't been the best decision maker. So if Absolutely. they want any shot, it is going to have to be on the turnover battle because if the Eagles don't turn the ball over, they really honestly usually end up fine and winning games. It's If you look at their losses, they have ridiculous amounts of turnovers, and obviously that's where, where their big downfall comes. But Look Brian, at the Dallas game. They drove the ball up and down the field, just turned the ball over. Yeah, so – it's 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 obviously a big problem and a reason why they've been struggling. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think Patricia will be able to dial up the defense. He's already been way more aggressive with the blitz. I don't. I'm not confident in the Giants' O line. I'm not confident in Devito, and I think the Eagles' defense will be able to cause them a lot of havoc. So I'm not looking for Hertz to be the decision maker. I'm I'm looking for Patricia to step up, dial up the defense. Everybody's been ripping on the defense the last few weeks, rightfully so. Patricia, get your head out of your ass. Big day, big game. Dial up the defense. The birds are wearing the all black. They don't lose in the all blacks. It's a blowout spot. It's a get right game. You want to talk about get right games? It's a fucking get right game. You get right, you blow the Giants out, bring the momentum into Arizona, blow them out, and then finish it off at Jet Life to secure the division and, you know, probably get the two seed. But we'll see. If maybe the if the Niners can slip up there, as we still got three games to go, and it could be a little interesting. 
You know, I, I love that you brought up Matt Patricia because he has ties to a certain organization the Giants beat twice when nobody wanted them to win. Nobody thought they would win. And you know what? From Austin, they man. had a, they had a goofy quarterback that everyone made Fuck fun of. Here. No one believed in. And he went off twice, and he beat those teams as big underdogs. I'm not saying it's the same story. All I'm saying is, because hey, it's not. don't count out the New York Giants. I know we haven't won in the link since Abraham Lincoln was alive. I know we haven't beaten the Eagles in their black jerseys since John Merritt didn't look like a senile old man. But I'll tell you one thing. Skeleton and a scarecrow. I will tell you one thing. This Giants defense is going to come to play. Like Blake said, they create turnovers. The Eagles offense loves turning the ball over lately. And as the great Michael Strahan said, Blake, what are we going to do? We're going to stop them Damn, baby. Damn right. I would love that win, man. That's I don't give a shit if I got nothing else for Christmas. A win over Philadelphia, my God. And Brian yeah, it'd will be your guy, it'd be your guys' Super Bowl. I know. It would. Well, yeah. well, we, we have bigger crap. aspirations. I'm still hearing about the Super Bowl. You fucking won three years ago. Well, we have There's still we banners have, and signs up all around town from it. It's ridiculous. Well, we have aspirations for bigger things. Uh, look, the Giants have been dog shit for the last 10 years. So uh, I don't need to. Hey, hey, it's been like seven. And they made the playoffs last year. The fact yeah, you're negotiating that. that it's been seven and not ten. They made the playoffs in 2016. They made the playoffs last year. And that the playoffs last year was the biggest fluke, and you know it. Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> they, they made the playoffs. Joke. They won a, they won a game, game too. They won a game. Yeah, that was the craziest joke. part about it. They, well, it was a joke because when they came to Philadelphia, which is the last time the Giants had been to Philadelphia, we know what happened. So yeah. Uh, yeah, well, but, you know, you before, think that Brian? doesn't go in the back of their players' minds, man? No, it we doesn't. lost to the Eagles three times last year, and we there was just disgrace. It was a disgrace. Well, yeah, it wasn't great. What was the final score last year in the playoffs? I forget. I don't need to, to talk little... about it. You should be talking about to nothing. Be talking about Monday. All right. Well, the Eagles are in a get-right spot, and you honestly should. It would have been more concerning if the Eagles had won the last couple weeks, because then this would have been a letdown spot. But I mean, they 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 clearly need to kick it into gear, and they're going to come out fired up. So, or are they just you really? know they're still in shambles? Yeah. Or you're have we the and the NFL sobbed you? Keep hurts in the pocket, make him throw the ball. Seriously. Well, I guess we're going to find out on come Monday. So, uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to the game too. I can't wait. Ooh, baby. I oh, hope baby. you get snowballs thrown at you. you probably will. I'm probably uh, gonna it's gonna be worse than snowballs. Be fucking hot dogs and all sorts of shit. Yeah, wear your all-white Saquon jersey. It ain't going to come back all white. Come back freaking brown. Yeah, well, damn right. But anyway, some good juice for the Birds-Eagles on Monday. And it's Christmas Day, so while you're sitting there enjoying dinner with your family, uh, you know, it'll be pretty heated, I'm sure, at my family, all Eagles fans, and your guys' family, uh, all Giant fans. So some good stuff there. Definitely look out for it Monday. And after all that, we still have another football game. And it's here's where I just kind of alluded to if the Giants or the uh, Niners slip up. Ravens travel to San Fran. Baltimore could win this game. Is it likely? I don't know. Probably not. But they have a shot. To say that they don't have a shot is unrealistic. I'll be rooting heavily for Baltimore because if the Eagles can get the win, uh, Dallas loses to the Dolphins, and the Niners lose here – it is back to wide the hell open at the top of the NFC. 
So that's what I'm rooting for. And since I'm rooting for that, I'll keep it nice and simple. Give me the Ravens plus five to cover this, you know, road spread. But Jack, I'll jump over to you. Maybe you care a little more about this one uh, than the last one. But where are you where are you seeing this one play out as pretty solid Sunday night Christmas game? Oh, dude, you can't ask for a better game. Are you kidding me right now? Best right. team in the AFC right now against the best team in the NFC and, and the whole league right now. I mean, you, you really cannot ask for a better game. I'm stoked for this one. Brock Purdy, as much as you people want to call him a system quarterback, he's awesome. He's making every play he needs to within the system, and when it breaks down, making plays with his legs, extending them, and doing his thing, uh, you know, like a Jalen Hurts or Patty Mahomes would. He's him, dude. Don't get me wrong. Everybody that says he doesn't deserve uh, to be in the MVP conversation is wrong. He's absolutely been playing electric. I don't think he should win it. And that's because of the guy on the other side of the ball, uh, on the other side of the field in this game. Lamar Jackson, after watching him over the past few weeks and, and really the whole season, I mean, this dude is just unbelievable. He's the best athlete on the field every time he walks out there. It, he makes every single defender look like fools against them um like they're on ice skates bro this dude lamar jackson is him so can they beat the 49ers on the road in this one traveling across the country yes will it be solely because of lamar jackson yes uh so i i don't know if he has enough to get it done uh, you know him against the entire 49ers team which is loaded top to bottom i don't i don't really want to spend the next minute minute and a half naming all of their superstars uh but I think the Niners get this one done, but my play is going to be the Ravens plus five. I think that's the most value here is is, is Ravens plus five. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, but I will say one thing. As much as I'm looking forward to this game, I wish there was like a Manning cast or something, bro. I don't want to be listening to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, man. They – we got to get them out of here, man. We, get, we really got to get them out of here. I'm so done with Joe Buck. He had a he had a funny call uh, in the, the Seahawks game. I, I did hear that. It was like he was saying, you know, it's it's fourth and seven. The analytics are saying you should go for it, but I don't think the analytics are factoring in Drew Locke. Um, so <laughs> he said it twice, funny. too. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he kept going at him. <laughs> I'm I mean, look, it was, that was a funny call, but for the most part, I don't like listening to him and Troy. Uh, so that's going to be an annoying one. But taking the Ravens plus five, I think that's the value play here. Uh, don't I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers win it, though. I still think that they're the best team in football. They're number one on my power rankings uh, and have been for a little while. So I love this, but I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Ravens plus five is my official play. Love the Ravens plus five. Let's even hope they can fucking pull out a win too. That'd be even more electric. Um, but yeah, Brian, I'll jump to you on this one, man. Uh, you know, I know I don't mind Joe Buck. Jack hates Joe Buck, and I know you love Joe Buck. So let's see what you got for this one. Uh, I would, I, I wouldn't say love. I you I love like, Joe Buck. I man. like you Joe Buck. Love Joe Buck. You <laughs> love <laughs> Joe Buck, dude. I, I like Joe Buck, and I think considering so many people hate him, it seems like I love Joe Buck. If that makes yes. sense. Yes. Um But I don't think either of these lines really make sense. I think this should be more like a plus three, and the over under should be more around 43, 44. So what I'm gonna do here, I think it's gonna be a close game, and I think it's gonna be a gritty kind of defensive game. So I'm going to tease both lines. I'm going to give the Ravens plus seven and a half parlayed with the under 50 and a half. 
Okay, I like that. And that should get you around like an even number. Well, Blake, you heard all the picks. You had a lot of time to digest and figure out which way you want to read this one. Obviously, as the guest picker on the show, you're not just talking Giants-Eagles, but we want to hear your analysis and which way you might be leaning on, uh, you know, taking some picks or picking this one. How do you see this one playing out, man? Absolutely. I think this could be a Super Bowl preview. I mean, these two are the best two teams in each conference. Um, With that being said, San Francisco – uh, like you said, Jack, he's been in your, their num- your power rank is number one all year. You know, they went through a little skid there. They were hurt. They were banged up. I think that has nothing to do with anything. I think they're the best team in football right now. They have a disgusting, nasty defense that flies around. They probably have the best linebacker we've seen in years, Fred Warner, who I don't even know how he's a linebacker. He could be a safety hybrid. I mean, he, the way he covers the field is remarkable. And then you go to the other side, you got Lamar Jackson who's doing things that are just ridiculous. Michael Vick, you know, even didn't do that, you know. So – I'm going to say – I'm going to go with, you know, 49ers. I'm going to say they cover – I'm going to say – I'm going to go with a minus six and a half. I think they'll cover by a full touchdown and more. And I think it's going to be a close game, but I like San Francisco a lot. I do. Yeah, that's – They got uh, to keep winning too. Like the Eagles got to do. They got to keep winning. They can't get cold now. This is the this is the time of year to keep going. Teams yeah. that get cold now are the teams that get bounced out early. So – yeah, and I hope it's the Niners because I can't stand them and really can't stand their fan base. So I hope they uh, go into turmoil soon. But, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty interesting slate, man. We got a lot of NBA. We got a lot of NFL. And we got some good NFL games, right? Like, I mean, this is one of the better years where the games are actually pretty solid. Um, I remember in years past, some of the games have been pretty horrible. I think Christmas Eve or Christmas Day was like Eagles Raiders one- at one point which is a horrendous game. But, uh, you know, you talked about a Super Bowl preview for the Ravens and the Niners, and it very well could be. But a lot of people forget that Joe Flacco and the Browns exist, and the Browns are going to upset the Ravens in Baltimore in the divisional rounds. So if you want to say that, you're forgetting about Joe Flacco going into Baltimore where he's well-known and putting on a show. While you're you're talking about that, I forgot to bring this up in our last show. What if if Joe Flacco does that on the AFC side and you see Matt Stafford go into Detroit on the NFC side and take the Rams to the Super Bowl? Dude, it is crazy headlines that could possibly happen. So, okay, the Seattle Seahawks, can they lose two of these three games? The Tennessee Titans in Tennessee – Home against the Steelers and at Arizona. Yes. And they, yes. Okay. They'll probably, uh, yeah. Will they? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Yes. That's tough. Those teams are pretty shitty, especially I if the Steelers. I can see them losing Tennessee and Pittsburgh back to back weeks, though. Bro, if Pittsburgh the Steelers is... have Rudolph playing, that's uh, they're going to be rattled. Brian, I expect them to go 3 0, but they yeah. very well could lose two of those games. I expect a 3 0 finish. I expect bare minimum 2 and 1. Could, they should could, beat the Titans and beat the uh, Cardinals. Could Green Bay lose in Carolina at Minnesota and at home against the Bears? Two of the three. Yeah. Could they that, I see, the three? that I see more likely. The Packers have been playing like shit. Yeah, they could. They could. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, could, could the Falcons lose two of these three versus Indy at Chicago and at Nola? Yeah. Yes. Could the Saints lose one of these two at Tampa Bay and versus the Falcons? 
Yes. Okay, and then could the Rams lose at San Francisco and at the Giants? No. Damn it. We would have to beat them. Yeah, I, I had you until the that last is, one there. No. And that's wild. That's like the most <laughs> no. unrealistic yeah. thing is to be. You need a lot to but happen. At okay, home. but but actually, so if those things happen, if two, if all those things happen that we just said could happen, and this is the wild part, the Giants have to win out. And if them winning out would mean the Rams just have to lose in San Francisco. Yeah, and so winning the, out is beating the Eagles twice. I, I'm, I'm saying like, obviously them winning and out. And the Rams. Them winning out is extremely difficult and probably not going to happen. But the things that need to happen besides just them winning out are possible. I like the chance of the Rams more than you think. The Giants win out schedule. Yeah, the Giants win out schedule is Eagles, Rams, Eagles. (laughs) Yeah, no shot. Eagles don't start starters last game of the season. Rams have to come to New York. They're not used to the cold. That could be a snowy, windy, MetLife shit show, swirling wind game day. You're reaching for if, options. If they win this week, it's it's all gonna become. <laughs> you guys are you guys are like, reaching. Matt, like you have to understand, like you said earlier, Jack. The NFL likes narratives. The Eagles blow out the Giants. This whole narrative is Tommy DeVito. No, he needs these. They're gonna have him. He win. just got blown out in New Orleans last week. I don't give a Yo. fuck about his narrative. Yeah, so I don't want to hear. Wait, it. They he fired Shane Stellano or whatever his name is for only off the field shit. Like he's still doing all the on field stuff, but like off field, yeah, like. There was a pizza place that, that asked for. There was a pizza place that asked for ten thousand dollars for like for him to come in, and without Tommy knowing, the agent went behind his back and was like, "No, only twenty thousand. Like the pizzeria said no. Tommy found out on his phone from it, and then just like parted ways with him. Damn, pretty wild. Watch right. out for Wondell Robinson, I'm, baby. I don't. Nope. I, shut up. <laughs> I'm about to hang up. Wondell Robinson is actually kind of good. Holy and that'll do it for Bulmas Day 4. All right, <laughs> thank guys. You, Jack. Uh, thank thank you. you so much for coming along with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Blake, thanks for coming on. You know, Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. I'm going to be shouting out the Giants this week. Hope they take down the Eagles. Don't think it's going to happen at all. But uh, if they win, apparently, as you guys can uh, tell from, from the last few minutes, the Giants still have a shot. So let's see if that happens. Yeah, it'll be tough to see, but go birds. They're in the black jerseys. Don't overthink it. They're covering the spread. People are saying, oh, it's a way too high of a spread. They're going to be all over DeVito covering that. Look for the Eagles to win by three touchdowns. Give me that jersey juice, Matt. (laughs) Auburn's going undefeated next year. Brian, you didn't have to end with that, dude. That's just like (laughs) – that was more unrealistic than the Giants by 10. (laughs) 